You're listening to The Bombad Generals. General? Hello and welcome to The Bombad Generals. It's Seth. We're here with our awesome co-host, Matt. Um, And we got a special guest today, Tyler Carnes. Tyler, Matt, how are y'all? Doing great. How about you? Living the dream. Living the dream. Matt, how about you? I'm I'm doing great. I I have it's not a great story, but it's a story about Let's hear my, it. how I met Tyler because we first played uh, at Adepticon 2022. I guess it would have been 22. Gosh, 22. Yeah. yeah. Um, at that, and we played the last round of day one, which were four round days. So it was a long one. Awesome game. Uh, we got clocked somehow when we were both surprised. So it just kind of ended with oh, I guess this is the last turn, and. I guess I lose. Okay, well, good game. Awesome game. Very well played. Uh, But I'm also just terrible with names. So then I saw, you know, I think, what was it? Like ACO you won that year, Tyler? Something like that? Uh, Rocky Top. uh, Rocky Top. Two months later, and I went and uh, that was during the uh, Ion Spider uh, menacing Mm -hmm. meta. And uh, I think I was able to win with Ion Spiders right before... Man, they nerfed I miss those days. I, I just kept seeing this name Tyler Carnes <laughs> coming up, like, high in all these sorts of events. And I think I went onto the Indie Garrison website for some reason at one point, and I saw the name next to the picture, and I was like, oh, this makes sense. Yeah, he was really good. Okay. So, and, and as far as I know, you're pretty much only playing droids, though I, you did mention you put Ewoks on the table recently, so maybe you're expanding. Yeah, well, I, I've owned, like, everything forever. Um, it's just the droids really, like, scratch, like, my itch. I really, really love the order control and, and the other things like that. Um, I mean, like, I'll obviously dabble in other stuff because otherwise it's just going to collect dust on the shelf. So, like, why not? And it also gives me some uh, non-droid things to paint. Um, which is also nice because even though I love playing droids, I love their rules and stuff. You know, the painting aspect can get really boring when everything's just a prime and a wash. Um, mm-hmm. And so, you know, I, I like to like to play Rebels. Uh, probably is my second most, you know, played faction just because everything is the exact opposite of droids. Um, but speaking to that game at Adepticon 22, uh, it's so funny because I remember that game. Uh, it didn't matter. So we there was a four-round day. We were both 3-0 and and 3-1s and advanced. So we mm-hmm. pretty much were playing for seeding, I think, at that point. ELO uh, points. Those good, good ELO points, <laughs> really. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah. Um, and we just, I think, in my opinion, I don't know how you felt, Matt. You could have hated me. But I thought we were just having such a splendid time chatting back mm-hmm. and forth. Uh, and then they yelled time, and we just both kind of went, uh, uh, okay. Oh, oh. Yeah, yeah, sure. Uh, and then I I think I had so many acts or something, and I was able to win a mid- middle intercept, it, and it double scored, it was, and it was all. So it was round five in, yeah, intercept. And basically that entire, it, it was called like maybe three quarters of the way through the round. I'd spent the entire round shooting and moving off of the point so that next turn, to preserve my forces, to move up next turn. So I yep. moved everyone yep. <laughs> off the point. Time is called and it's like, I literally, I just can't get anyone onto the point. But yeah, yeah, I, was, I think I won the middle like two bodies to one or like yeah. one to zero. It was like, okay, sure, right. 
Tyler Carnes, notorious slow player. That's that's what we're getting here. It's a hit yes, job today. guys. That's what we'll say. Yeah, what yeah. an episode about chess clocks. <laughs> no. Oh yeah, don't get me into that. But yeah, that is all to say. Tyler is a droid expert. So when we were thinking about our little uh, t- uh, tier list series with all the different factions, we figured. You know, I think you came to mind right away because it's like, okay, yeah, person who we like talking to, so we want, you know we get an excuse to hang out, but also uh, we'll give us some good insights, which we need because neither Seth nor I play droids. Yeah, uh, it's I the hate one faction control. I don't know. Like, yeah, I hate it. <laughs> I can't play you with it. Yoda three pip, and you say no, please. I don't no, want I have. It. I think I have more of a headache on Yoda's three pip than I do others because I'm like, oh, I have to like decide who goes first. <laughs> like, it's so. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. The, a lot of my uh, uh, sparring buddies get on me because they think I play really slow, and, and I do. But the reason <laughs> I have found uh, is droids, you get analysis paralysis really easily. Because when you can go with anything, like you're like, okay, well, I have four options instead of just, oh, I pulled a core out of my bag. Well, it's one of three units, right? Mm-hmm. And so... You know, if you could find yourself like really burning a lot of clock just by staring at the table, going, "I do I want to go with this sniper unit or this B one sniper unit?" Or mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, it's really nice to just say, "Hey, I'll let fate decide." Oh, I drew my commander. Uh, okay, spotter, whatever. Your yeah. turn. Yep. Yeah. Um, disclaimer as well. Before right before we get into this, we've already done bounty hunter tier lists and. Uh, force user tier lists so we will not be tiering those today but we will give tyler the opportunity to say what he wants uh about that because uh turns out cis they have a lot of bounty hunters and a lot of force users and they're all pretty decent honestly to varying degrees um so we'll get there at the end but today it's it's none of that it's droids droids and and some (laughs) organic beings or semi-organic yeah, Do we want to get into it? Yeah. yeah. Boom. Let's get into it. Tyler, since you are the guest, we will give you the first choice as far as who you want to uh, to start with. So I guess for everyone, we've got the two Merc commanders, the Capo and the Vigo. We've got the three Super Tac variants, plus the T-Series and General Grievous. So a little bit of everything. What What are we going to start out with? Yeah, so uh, I guess we can go ahead and jump in with the two least separatist commanders. Uh, mm. Let's just go with the Capo and the Vigo. Um, I, I told you you could get one, and you're coming in with two, so no, wow. know your place. <laughs> All right, this is what I'll say. Yeah. Well, well, I will say I have them ranked in the same spot. Okay. Uh, and, uh, you know, frankly, this might be the hottest take of all the commanders, so I'm sorry for coming out the gate, but I put them both in D. Ooh. Okay. I, 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 it's spicy, but I don't hate it. Um, yeah, so uh, explain. Yeah, so, um, I think a lot of what the droids like doing is obviously order control, and I feel like Pikes and Black Suns just really, like, like, the more Pikes and Black Suns you're taking, the less order control you're gonna have. And as soon as you throw a commander token in the mix, that's not droids. Like if it's just core, you can kind of work around that maybe with an improv orders or something. But the moment you throw the Capo or Vigo in the mix, it's like, and now I'm like really mucking with my orders here. There's probably some lists you can go uh, build that have the exact 
opposite. Like, you know, you just don't care about order control whatsoever. But I, then I just don't think, like, like just why are you playing them in droids? Go play them in, like, Empire or go play them in a different faction, you know? So what do you think about B2s, then, being droids that uh, that also don't lean into order control? Uh, so B2s, it's, it's kind of the same way. Um, I think, like, they're very effective, but you just got to build for, like, you're just not going to have order control. Um, even if it's just like a one of unit, um, having to coordinate to it, it just uh, it feels so bad. Uh, I think B2s are, are good as a unit, but you know, uh, my buddy Joe built a list where it's six B2s with the HAs and T series, Maul, and like a generic tack. And all he cares about is the order on Maul. And mm-hmm. it's like, you know what? In a list like that, I think that's okay. But when you have to take other units, that are separatists it's like well like now my order control is going to be messed up no matter what mm-hmm. hmm. it, it changes the whole style of the lists yeah no i've seen i feel like i i would uh, oh d tier is harsh but maybe yeah I, I feel like black suns yes i would just always take b2s because they have a better range not better but they have an equivalent ish beat range two pool um, and they have a range three blast, and they're not really—they don't care about sniping. But I don't know. I've seen some Pike lists in CIS where it's like you know you've got like three droids, maybe B ones, and they just coordinate amongst themselves. Yeah. And then, but you—you you can't go Asajj. You—it takes Asajj completely out of the picture. Uh, you can't really go CAD because same thing. He's relying on that reverse order sort. So you're taking out two of the best pieces that droids have well yeah uh, so the way i like to think about it is like what are you taking instead mm-hmm. so like for 40 what's the cap on now 48 points base mm-hmm. yeah um like droids have awful ranged pierce options and like you could take a bx i'm not saying like you're going to get a face up on it every turn, but you could build a list where you could have a BX in there instead of a capo and you could still take pikes like just the capo unit itself. It's kind of like, eh, okay. I feel like this okay. is a little bit of an overkill. I get that. I guess I kind of think of them as stand-ins for the whole Mercs thing, but I see what you're saying. Like still put in a bunch of pikes. Ah, oh, I do like getting that extra. Yeah, but you don't really need it. Okay. Okay. I see it. I see it. I like it. Now, like I said, it's a hot take. I came yeah, right, right no, out of the game with uh, it. <laughs> but it makes sense. Like, yeah. made it make sense. Well, <laughs> we that might not happen last, every time. <laughs> with, with JJ, we overruled him, I think, right out of the gate on something. Do we... Are we going to overrule Tyler and move them up to C? I, oh, I'm fine with leaving these guys in D tier, honestly. I think I got... I, I put him in C originally, but then I got convinced to like, oh, yeah... Like I okay, I, I wouldn't. Like I'd rather just like run Shadow Collective, or something like that, or a different. Yeah, army. Black Sun especially are weird because mm-hmm. they don't fit great in Empire. They don't fit great in in uh, CIS. Yeah, so they the, really only the exist in Shadow Capo Collective. is at least nice, like getting extra dodges every turn. But the Vico, yeah. <laughs> it's kind of like uh, I don't know. Like he's probably gonna sit on a back point anyways. Like easy and he's easy bounty aims. target. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well. 
I like it. Starting strong. Let's go. Let's go. <laughs> D tier. Speaking of easy bounty target, we can probably like transition to the uh, the next one. And I'm just going based oh. off of whatever the list is down here. We can go the oh. generic tag. Generic super tack? Okay, no, okay. No, no, generic tack droid. Oh, T-Series, T-Series. Uh, T-Series, yeah. yeah, sorry. See, he's less of an easy bounty target, though, because he can stand in the back behind the wall yeah, and he's fine, Yeah, he doesn't need right? to do anything. Yeah. 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 I uh, I personally have him at B. I think he's, yeah. uh, I think he's yeah. good. Like, obviously, there's, like, if, <laughs> if you can see a millimeter of his silhouette uh, as the opponent, like, take you it. could t easily take him out. Um, but if there's some good line of sight blocking and he can sit behind a wall and like bolster doesn't need line of sight and direct doesn't need line of sight, like, all right, he's just going to chill out, pass out some surges and give out orders every turn. Doesn't need to yeah. do anything mm -hmm. more. I was going to say he gives you that command slot, but I think everyone we're talking about here today also just gives you the command slot. So not yeah. really a differentiator, but it's useful <laughs> for like improv. Uh, if you're if you get, you know. Two operatives and a commander token in your bag. Having improv means you can always get that operative. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. He's really good with double bounty lists too. Like mm -hmm. he's able to take UCAP. So or not UCAP. What am I trying to say? Uh, Underworld connections. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's it's fifty-five points. I could even be tempted to put in A, but yeah, I think the durability issues and especially on on real life tables where it's like, oh maybe maybe it's gonna be hard to find a place to hide them. I, I, I understand dropping down to B. I'm good with that. Yeah, so it's kind of table dependent, but mm. I mean, he is highly necessary in a lot of lists, though. But well, that's banner, the thing. So you got to take one of them. Yeah, if if you build your whole, if, if your whole order chain depends on his direct and then he's easily poppable and you lose that's that true. direct, then you're hooped. Yep. So that's kind of the thing, too. Like, you build it around him, but it can crumble. It's like a house yeah. of cards. Yeah. You're hooped. That's the hooped. new phrase. You're hooped. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's something the... I found if you're playing, like, against CIS. Uh, and I'm not trying to, like, tell everybody how to beat me. But if you're playing against CIS, like, the first time you get a shot on, oh, Frank, yeah. I mean, this, this commander or any of the other commanders, really, take it. Absolutely take it. If you can hamper their order control as soon as possible... It, it everything else crumbles beyond that. Yep. Uh, another uh, big time droid player, Bobby Joe uh, Thomas, Blood Ocean was saying the mm -hmm. same thing to me way uh, well way back of just like yeah, just kill the super tech. It was yeah. in reference to whatever game, but yeah, or not the super tech, the, the the T series. If you got speeders, get that flank, go for it. If you got someone fast like Boba, you can probably do it. Yeah. And take yeah. it. A rocket, you know, reliably kills this guy in one shot. Or Boba Rocket, I should say. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I, we talk a lot about, like, trading, like, your points. And I think, like, if you, like, sacrifice a speeder to kill this, I think it's a good trade. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah. even though you look on the face of it and it's like, oh, that's like a 20-point trade down, you'll get that Unless value back. you have Barks. <laughs> oh, yeah, Barks, it's an even trade or a trade up, yeah. 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 It, yeah. Freaking Barks. But it's really hard to, like, one-shot with Barks because of the cover rules and, like, they uh, only have first. four dice. Yeah, last first, so. If you can. Yeah. If you can, yeah, go for it. Mm -hmm. Now, granted, I love taking Magmas, so yeah. my uh, Tactroids feel invincible, so, mm -hmm. you know. Uh, but, 
I mean, do we want to move on to one of the uh, upgraded versions of this guy? I think we should do one of the upgraded versions. Let's do it. And I feel, uh, do we want to be positive or negative, guys? <laughs> I feel like you get a bit of both in here. Depends which way. Let's go. Ne let's let's keep being negative. I want to talk about uh, Kraken. Kraken. Because I I'm interested to hear Tyler's take on this. I remember when the super attacks were all shown off, and I was looking at it, and I looked at Kalani, and it was like four tokens for one action. Holy moly, that's awesome! And then a whole bunch of people whose opinions I respect were talking about how awesome Kraken was with Override and his attack profile and all of that, and I was like, uh, okay, I, I, I guess, you know, Override opens up things for CIS list building, sure. Uh, and it feels like history has proved them wrong and me more right, and I should have been more firm on that. <laughs> C-tier? Is Kraken C-tier? He's kind of whatever. Sure, he can punch good, but, like, you don't want your super attack punching. Um, his gun's not bad. Sharpshooter 2, 2 black, pierce 1, so you're probably putting 1 through. Override, again, like, it's good yeah. for BX snipers, which are yeah. whatever. Um, I, it's, it's a weird balance, because Override 2, I mean, that's a really big bubble. Um, but still, you don't really want him, like, overriding stuff that's usually on the front lines. Like, Magnas don't really <laughs> care about their AI... Um, you're not taking Droidicas, you're not taking other stuff that really AIs like that big of a deal at least. Um, except BXs, which are always on the back. So it, it kind of feels weird there. Um, personally, if you're taking this guy, ignore his melee. <laughs> like, mm -hmm. yeah. I can't tell you how many times I've not, I've made it with this guy that can probably count on one hand. I've probably put him on the table 20 times and meleeed three times with him. Uh, like it's cute like you know you have it's somebody cute. charge your back line like you can strategize on yourself and then like dive into them do a couple wounds but you are never jumping this guy yourself yeah I, I haven't been C as, as well um, now his, I don't think he's bad yeah I think he has his, some tools I think like in a, a, a list where you don't really care about the order control he's kind of a cheeky pull um, but like ha having the other two both with direct uh, at like either the same or cheaper points is is kind of hard to justify in my opinion right that's, that's the thing it's it's again it's a list that doesn't care about order control it's kind of the same as the merc leaders as far as like if, if that's what you're building can someone but uh, other than CAS do it better if I want to take like B2s and BXs well should I just go with someone else and go with their tanky core and snipers probably Potentially. Yeah. Sorry, I cut you off there, Seth. Well, <laughs> I wasn't going to say anything. No, no, no. Oh. You didn't cut me off. Oh, okay. Good, good, good. Well, yeah. uh, do we want to... Uh, I think we're going to disagree on one. I'm just going to let you know. Okay. Gonna... Oh, interesting. Okay, what uh, are we going to disagree on? General I think Gravious. it's going to be this one. Oh. Uh, oh. I think it's going to be Kalani. Kalani, I, okay. I have him in B. Oh, uh, interesting. I got A tier. I, I, I yeah I I figured that's where y'all would have him um and he's good I just don't think he's as good as the generic super tech personally wow. I think more people mm -hmm. play him than they should 
Um, and the reason I say that is because I don't think there's that many good stra- or not strategize. Sorry. Uh, no, it is strategize. Sorry, the token one. Uh, there's mm-hmm. not that many good strategized targets like in a list in any given list. Um, so the list I, I usually make, you know, you'll have Bosk, right? Obviously, loves aims and a dodge is nice. Mm-hmm. Um, you could take a tank, maybe. Mm-hmm. Okay, but now like w- with axing ion spiders, it's kind of like, do I really care about the extra aim and dodge? Like it's fine, it's nice, but like, I'll just take the other one for ten points less. And I mean. That- Magnus, though. Magnus can actually even use both of those. They can use the aim and they can use the dodge. And they're great. Right, but I I feel like most of the time them getting the free token at the beginning of the turn is enough. Um, Like, you know, if I'm in a position where I don't think they're going to get shot, okay, I'll take an aim and, like, I don't even need the dodge. Or if I feel like they're in trouble, okay, I'll take a dodge and their dice pool is really good. So it's kind of like do I need for them to wait or like do I need to rely on going with Kalani who effectively is kind of a pass activation like sure he gets the tokens out but you're giving your opponent like effectively two opportunities to shoot any given unit if you're relying on those Kalani tokens um it's it's just something that like I I think he's really good it's just I think with losing ion spiders like he's just lost a little bit of sauce in terms of like having the strategize too it's like most of the time it's like oh well you know the game state it's round five like i have to strategize a b1 and it's kind of like who cares do you think it's like more valuable because the super attack normal super attack has like override do you think it's just more valuable to bring override than strategize to you yes yeah so and that's like kind of a sneak peek to the next one i'll have the generic super attack at a um interesting because hmm of override and override i think completely like opens up your list building because then you can take three bx snipers or you know magnets are so good maybe you take one or two and it's like your opponent has to worry about them because every turn they are consistently putting one through cover with pierce and you know like you can have a rebel sniper or you can have a uh, empire sniper it's kind of a crapshoot whether they put one through or not but mm-hmm. the X's, like, if you can get them aims, it is every single roll feels like it's piercing. And, yeah. you know, it, five in five turns, you could kill a whole shore squad just by plinking one away every turn. And the value on that is nuts. It's I, I agree that the generic super attack, I think, is way underutilized because it's got a little bit of everything. As you see, you, it opens up override... But it doesn't. No, no, Seth. Don't, don't leave Kalani and B. We're not gonna let him bully us. Yeah, yeah. There we go. We're gonna, <laughs> we're out voting. Uh, no, yeah. objectively, I think you're right. I think both of you are. I, I think he is really good. I just think he's played a little bit more because people go, oh, well, it's Kalani. Like, why would I not take Kalani? Why would I take the generic? And mm-hmm. I think there's a laundry list of reasons why you take the generic over Kalani. And I think people don't really like build lists with their list in mind, actually. They just go, oh, well, Kalani's good. I'll put him in. Mm-hmm. How much do you care about the sharpshooter? Because for Orbital Strike, the the, the two-pit Bombard card, having that extra little bit of sharpshooter is nice, but maybe... Oh, does it? Is it? Is Am I over uh, stating how nice it is? 
Um, I mean, obviously it's the difference between like three saves and four saves because, you know, if you're shooting across the board, it's going to have cover. Mm-hmm. Um, and take like, out a, a, an opponent's T-series. <laughs> yeah, yeah, true. <laughs> oh, like, if they somehow, if they leave it. Oh, don't yeah, do that. I've got one shot. definitely nice. I've gotten one shot at so many times, like my R2. By yeah, that's strike. the thing. I was going to say R2 even though, like, yeah. it's, it's yeah, like one I, of those things. It's, it's probably not going to happen. But it might. Yeah, it might. I mean, the, the possibility of it happening is yeah. scary enough. Um, but I mean, like, I think nowadays we're seeing less and less R2. Um, we're seeing mm-hmm. less things that have, you know, four or less wounds, or white save wounds, I should say. Um, like, now I find it, like, uh, I don't know. I find myself just putting some wounds on a character. And if I'm forcing three or four saves, it feels a little indifferent at that point. Obviously, the four saves is better, but uh, I don't feel like I'm losing too much value because I gained value in other places. You feel that way of like with like Ewoks coming because you know that's like easy four wounds on an Ewok squad is like it's a lot, that's pretty good. Oh yeah, absolutely. Um, I I mean that's it's good value, but you know at the same time they probably still Mash have depressive. sixty other Ewoks on the table. So it's true. You know, the difference between killing three and four feels. Kind of insignificant. My new, yeah. I see that. I see that. Yeah. So for context, I ran the numbers very quickly uh, on tell me the odds. The chance of one shotting R two, even if you've got Kalani, is not high. It's about ten percent. Um, but it's basically zero percent with the generic super tag. That's so what, did you put one or two aims? Two aims. Strategize yeah. yourself and then, and then take, take an aim, aim action. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Just so that's I mean that seems about right. So yeah, maybe you're not losing too much. I think I'm a very risk averse person though, so the idea of they can do this scares me a lot more than knowing it's ten percent. Well, true. Uh, if I'm being completely honest, I think most players that are giving you like a open shot on R two in the first round of the game with orbital are probably uh, you're probably beating them anyways without doing that but they're gonna um, they're going they're gonna see r2 at some point in the yeah, game d- depends a, on the table like a good right, opponent right, will yeah. just hide will just hold it until they see it but then they'll right yep. absolutely but uh, uh so this actually uh, is a good point uh brian bear who y'all had on a couple episodes ago yeah uh told me about a game with michael smith at uh it was worlds either this year or it was adeptcon 22 maybe michael smith played bomb or bombard with kalani uh and he was running r2 in a land speeder and uh michael smith talked about how bad he felt because brian just played um my allies the force and gave r2 a dodge and I think he still mm-hmm. took three wounds. But then it's like, oh, well, you bombarded something that's about to be back to zero wounds. Yeah. Because he's going to repair You've given himself. him the suppression, so now Shriv is just going to keep... You're never going to shoot R2 again yeah, because yeah. of that. Yeah. 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 And maybe two turns of him double moving can get him in a good enough spot to where he can threaten secret mission more reliably. And yeah. or, or three turns if you play uh, Blast Off turn three. You know... Um, it's obviously still good I I think it's very it's a great threat to have but I think there are ways that players can mitigate it um, that might not get utilized as much as they should very fair very fair Fair. how many what percentage of your lists these days would you say even include 
uh, orbital bombardment. Is it still a mainstay, or is it going well, it, down, down, down? It's, I mean, if it, it just depends on, I guess, who you're taking, but it's obviously objectively better than push. Um, so it's kind of like, if I have to take a generic card, I am definitely taking orbital bombard. Um, but, you know, I, I currently have been testing around with a, a Bane Bosk double bounty list, uh, it's just not better than either of their two pips. Nope. So, you know, and I don't feel bad about cutting it because it's like, well, obviously the Bane and Boss two pips are just way better. Mm-hmm. But in those lists, too, you're probably also just taking T-Series yeah. and not splurging yeah. for... Yeah, for, for sure. Yep, yep, that though reminds me. Generic Super Attack <clears throat> saves you five points. And five points, sneaky a lot. Sh- saves you a uh, ten point. Yeah, the difference is ten is points Is it ten now. points now? Yeah, oh, they brought, I was it, they brought it down. I was looking at printed values instead yeah. of uh, updated values. Yeah, 10. Mm-hmm. Now that's a lot. And it still gives you two command slots. You don't need three command slots from Kalani. That's overkill. Absolutely. I don't think I've ever used three command slots or is wanted to use three command slots. Is that enough to bring him down to B tier for you, Matt? The the lack of three <laughs> command slots? No, 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 no. The, like a... Uh... Kalani just like you know like ten points a ten point difference. Uh, no, I, I still think Kalani's good for a hundred points. If we talk, we were talking about pikes earlier. Like <laughs> using strategize two on two units of pikes is awesome. <laughs> really good. Yeah, it feels yeah. he feels like better capital. Like I think you know pikes, magnas, all that stuff. I think Kalani definitely still feels really good. But yes, I think. Yeah, maybe maybe Kalani's a little bit overrated, and maybe the generic's a little bit underrated. And I think either one you're gonna feel good about. You just if you're intentional about which one you're choosing. So I feel good about both of them in A. Yeah, yeah, it's totally fair. Groovy. And we saved the best for last, right? S tier, <laughs> General Grievous. General Grievous. Yeah, that's a yep. one to again check. Uh, Updated points, a smooth 150. He's gotten 25 points of reduction. And so didn't I get hit convinced. with the deflect nerf. Yeah, I was convinced after this past update. You know, the rumors were it was coming out and whatever month that was. I was like, mm-hmm. you know what? General Grievous, he's going to get that Vader overhaul. He's going to be S tier. He's going to be amazing. And man, oh man. Uh, sure, they gave him some help. But uh, he was already six feet under the ground. Yeah. Him and Obi Wan both. I was hoping for both of them, but ugh. yeah, yeah. I wouldn't put him all the way down to D tier. Like he's no. C tier. He's a t- tanky boy. Yeah, like I mean, it's but, eight health, red saves. Yeah. And, you know, sneak a couple dodges or surges on him. Like, yeah, he's not mm-hmm. gonna die to a stiff breeze at all. His but, gun is man. free now. So yeah. he's relentless who can like do peekaboo shenanigans with a critical one pierce one gun, which isn't great for 150 points, but yeah, I was going to say there's uh, yeah. another peekaboo menace in CIS that I think you'd rather take <laughs> for 50 points less. <laughs> yeah. Hey, like 30 points. Let's be uh, once he's upgraded. But yeah, cat way, way better. Who also has bounty grievous. I would compare him to Din in terms of like characters who are very expensive, don't have force push, and need to be in melee to get value. Obviously, they are in very different factions, but like, if you had to take one, Din Jaren or General Grievous, 
who's who's the guy? Ah, uh, I'm taking Din. Um, ooh, ooh. Just because I he can like do something like the Amban rifle <laughs> is you know obviously infinite range. Like sure, I'll sneak a wound on Yoda and then I'll like go charge somebody, immobilize them, stay engaged. Like he's got tricks that are like pretty effective. They're just very expensive. General mm -hmm. Grievous is just like I'll come in and melee you. That's pretty with much my it. scale with scale. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, oh. The, 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 that the really keyword they made for Grievous. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't yeah. think about that. Yeah. Okay, I'm just, on board. I'm agreed. Din, I'll take 150 points of Din over Naked General Grievous. Well, I mean, Grievous' sure. command cards, I think they have aged worse than anything else in the game. I think there's maybe some cheeky stuff you could pull off with the two pip. Like, you know, just killing B1s to save, like, oh, I don't know, like a Cad Bane. Or, like, you know, you can, you can do some cheese, but. Uh, it's just the one pit feels bad now. It's like a suppression bomb. Half the time you're not even making them roll saves. It just gets eaten to cover. I think the average is like less than two hits on on those four dice. Uh, you might or it might be exactly two hits. I, I don't know because it's black, um, black, red, white on that yeah, one. Yeah, yeah, black, black, red, white. Yeah, I think it's pretty close to exactly two hits because he does not surge. So yeah, no, no surges. No. Yeah. I think that's um, dead on two hits average then. Yeah, and like, you know, if you're <laughs> if you're attacking an army that already has a bunch of suppression, okay, well now all of them have cover, and it's just like, I don't yeah. know, but it needs pierce or something. Uh, and and that if might it's be clones, too good, you, but you kill like a dude or two, maybe into yeah. clones, which are very popular. Yeah. yeah, and the three pip is oh, <laughs> it was never good from the start. Yeah. He needs the Luke Vader treatment of, well, he needs buffs, straight yeah. up buffs, but also three new command tech cards would not hurt at all. Well, Operative I, Grievous. Generally, if you look at his card, I actually don't think there's anything wrong with his unit card. Like the pistol, that's pretty good. Like eight health, yeah. Sure, his, his courage, eh. But like if you got a command card that can help him recover or maybe a command card that gives him indomitable or like something like that, like... Okay. Extra I'm training slot. Now. I yeah. think yeah, he would need like a command card to like be able to like move out of melee, get like disengage or something. I mean, well, it's he one does. With does. Oh, that's right. Yeah. But I think he like... could get permanent disengage. Honestly, I, yeah. These expensive <sighs> melee guys have to. I think like that's basically my fix for Din. Not quite that, but like ways to move out of melee because. It really sucks. It really sucks when someone is just like, I'm going to walk up my two-man Rebel Trooper squad and your Grievous is stuck there next turn. Yeah. Feels yeah. bad. Yeah, I agree with you. That's why you bring him with the super attack and play the two-pip and give him disengage from there. Well, it's the thing. You can't even give him the oh, order no, straight Oh, no, you can't because you have to do a droid trooper, right? Uh, but you can. Yeah. I believe that the way that card works, though, is uh, I have to pull it up. Well, Doesn't honestly, it? I, I fiddled around with all the wacky builds. <laughs> yeah. So you uh, you have to get an order from the super tech with yes. those cards. So, so you can yeah. do you some put, comm relay stuff? Yeah, comms relay. That's the trick. You relay back to the super tech, and then you order from the super tech to yep. um, Grievous, and now he's got disengage and a dodge. And it only yeah, costs you 250 points. <laughs> Yeah, no, I've, I've tested around with my Kraken triple magna Grievous list, trust me. 
Um, yeah. It, it just doesn't work. And it was good. You're just holding it for Worlds 2024 no, and downplaying. You, you can't even do it all the like conjury late because it has to be a droid trooper or AI. Like even like it no, says no 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 no. It doesn't care about the order on the. With, it's not an no, order with the card. No, it's it, when a when a super attack droid issues an order to a droid trooper unit or a unit with AI. That oh, oh yeah, that was right. it. Oh, you're okay, right. yeah, yeah, yeah. I was thinking about the the other tricks. Yeah, okay, yeah, never the mind. Three pip. Um, I think all you need is a face up, so you can you can find a way to get Grievous a face up on that turn because you can't order yeah. the card again, and uh, then you, yeah, yeah, right. You go from there. Okay, that's way too long on a completely irrelevant <laughs> unit, I think. Tell us about the relevant units, Tyler. Now's your time. Force users, bounty hunters, we've touched on them a little bit. What do you think? Yeah, sure. So, uh, just like recounting, uh, we have Dooku, Ventress, Maul, Cad Bane, and Bosk. Is that the only people we were omitting? I think so. That sounds yep. right to me. It okay. is. Um, I think all of them really are in an, a pretty good spot. Base. I think Maul uh, is still just as good as he ever was. I think people just kind of like toned down on the hotness for him. Uh, but I played a lot of Maul. Like, and, you know, obviously now like the choke nerves and things have gone on, but he's still really good with Saber though. Four red is still amazing. Um, burst of speed, still really good with yeah, three burst uh, of speed, actions. Just as good as it always was. Um, and his threat range with burst of speed and three actions is crazy being able to double move, push somebody in, and attack. Um, I think Ventress is uh, a really good character killer. Um, uh, it's it's sometimes will be tough if they don't have a character that's like really worth trading, because I, I feel like you could dive her into like a boba or something like that and get your points back, but if they're only taking uh, like a more like well-rounded list and they don't have a good character, sometimes you lose a little value with her. Because she can just get punched out pretty easily. Um, I think Bosk is super underutilized in CIS. Um, he is an absolute machine whenever I play him, and uh, I love taking like just a generic uh, T-series tactroid, throwing binoculars on that tactroid, give him something else to do. Now he hands out two surges and an aim every turn, and just feed Boss games. And and he yeah is he's really good. Uh, and Cad Bane's just amazing. Um, I think Cad, like as a, a unit in general, is like whatever. But CIS being able to turn on his independent every mm -hmm. single round is incredible. Two dodges is nuts. Like when you look at the other independents in the game, it's just like wow, this is head and shoulders better. So I mean. It was a long time ago. I think we'd probably put Cad in B tier, but if you're looking at like just just CIS, just CIS these days. He'd go in A tier, I, I think. I mean, he there, there uh, he's could be an argument S. for S tier. Yeah, mm -hmm. honestly, I think. Um, because I mean, the thing is, is like he just doesn't die. Um, you fuel up his independent <sighs> no. every round, and it's super consistent. I think with cover and two dodges, because I think you obviously take situational on him. You can mm -hmm. pretty pretty much mitigate any non-fire sport attack in the game with taking like maximum one or two wounds. And well, once you start charging up your suppression, then it turns on every single one of his gimmicks and the ball kind of rolls from there. And he's super mobile. Like he's kind of filling that Boba role, but for CIS. And yeah. similar to Boba, force users don't want to charge Boba and get whipcorded. 
they don't really want to go after Cad Bane and then get gauntleted or maybe even, um, you know, he teleports with his token and stuff like that. So, yeah, he's really good at CIS. I think he takes he's he's just takes a lot of skill to really nail down. But he's a squirrely bugger. Yeah, I see a lot of people just kind of like, you know, run around with him and, and shoot a lot. Like, at, j- just for the willy-nilly of it. He is not a damage dealer. It is totally a scalpel. He will mm-hmm. take any unit and, like, piece you apart. He'll throw a bunch of suppression on you. He'll gauntlet you. Like, he'll do a bunch of stuff like that. It's not just like, I'm going to run and shoot at you. Yeah. His gun's not good enough for that. No. Luckily. But, like, yeah, it's the threat of bounty for him is really good. And just, yeah. like, the whole, like, if you, like didn't like if he didn't divulge the three pip and you teleport him back then i'm like oh man like he could come into my lines just take me out and then like teleport back on like one we left or something yeah mm-hmm. yeah 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 I, I think it's really great that, that's why i love running double bounty in cis because then it opens up two bounty options and it's kind of like the threat of bounty goes from you know like a three out of ten to like a seven like oh wow i like really can't pull any of my characters up because they're all bounded. Yeah. Bosk is, Bosk is boring in a way because he just sits and aims and shoots. He's good at it. I yep. I think back to last year, I think he had kind of fallen out of favor before the Merc cards came out and it took a little while, but I was playing him uh, last summer and, you know, even lying in wait, people were like, oh, just take Reptilian on him. But like, I was like, who who's talk? What are, what are people talking about? <laughs> I'm loving. I'm sitting here with ten aims all the time, nuking stuff off the board. My opponents are like staying crazy far back. Like everyone's afraid of it, and I'm like, oh yeah, Bosk is still really good. And a year later, he is still really good. Yeah, rep, uh, not reptilian rampage. The, uh, yeah, lying in wait. <laughs> I mean, you could almost take any generic core unit off the table in one shot like imagine taking an 80 what 85 86 point core uh short trooper unit off the table like okay yeah it's like unlikely but doable it's pretty doable um you know and it it, hey you leave one or two guys left you just clean them up with someone else you know your bx sniper or you know a b1 shot or at the very least you've neutered that squad it's awesome yeah. I love it. Yeah. Yeah, I think the the characters we talked about today are probably the l- lesser less exciting ones that CIS has to offer. Uh, but I still think they have their uses. CIS is like the flashy operatives faction right now, I feel like. Cuz Dooku, mm-hmm. eh. So you take you take a commander to do something for you, whoever's going to help you out the most, and then you take a couple awesome operatives and you call it a day. Yeah. Or Magnus. I just can't wait for Django to come out. And man, <laughs> it's going to be awesome. On a scale from 1 to 10, how excited are you for Geonosins? Uh, I'd say like a 6. Like, um, you know, I was talking, uh, I think it might have been before the cast. Like, I, I've been testing around with some Ewoks and stuff. I really mm-hmm. like, you know, the weird looking things um, because I think they just look so cool on the table. Um, I like playing like weird things like orcs and 40k and you know all, all the weird armies and just every single game um, and I think Geonosians fall right in that niche um, 
but I know they probably won't, you know, they won't synergize like with the court or the, you know, order control and stuff like that that CIS has to offer. So uh, it'll be interesting. I think the Battle Force will be cool. I'm, I'm curious to see um, what all comes with that. If it's just mm-hmm. the Geonosians, I might be a little sad. I know it's, uh, they said it's Geonosians and uh, Hoggle the Lesser and somebody else. Sung Fak. Oh, it's maybe? a long time Sun ago. Fa- Sung yeah. Fak and. Oh, yeah, Sung Fak. Okay, yeah. Yeah. So I'm, hmm. I'm excited. I think they'll be awesome models at the very least. So. Yeah. I, yeah, they look cool. And it gives me hope that we'll get Gungans with these sorts of things. And that's what everyone really wants. Yeah. I think it's imminent. 25 years next year since Phantom Menace. Time for some anniversary stuff, much like um, I'm Endor for a this lot year. Of, I'm hoping for a lot of, like, a whole new Gar Wave coming out, like, mm. announced at the mini extravaganza, so. I'm hoping for anything for Gar, honestly. <laughs> yeah. I'll get well, your we Bad have, Batch. And we'll have Bad yes. Batch. But can't wait, can't wait. Just, just shut up. Uh, like, like, you get... <laughs> We're off the rails now, though. Tyler, Gosh. anything you want to uh, you want to plug for us today? Uh, I'm a part of the uh, Indianapolis Garrison. Uh, we do mm-hmm. some cool content with them. Uh, it's IndianapolisGarrison.com. Um, that's that's pretty much it. Uh, I, you know, come to Louisville, Kentucky. That's where I'm based out of. We'll play a game. Wait, you're cool. in Louisville? I thought you. I just assumed you were in Indianapolis this whole time. Uh, Indianapolis adjacent. Uh, it's okay. it's a little less than two hours away, so uh, they made an exception for me. I, I I clocked in right under the the mile limit for distance I could be away. Nice, so. nice. Is there any upcoming tournaments that you're going to? Yeah, uh, Indianapolis Garrison's hosting one on September 9th. Uh, it's going to be a two dayer, um, and it should be probably more than thirty people. It's playing for an invite. Um, at uh, it's the Game Preserve in Indianapolis. Um, I don't really know much else about the store. I just show up there and uh, beat people's faces in. And uh, uh, there's uh, another one in uh, Hard Knocks uh, in Elizabethtown, Kentucky. Um, it's they call it Hard Knocks because it's right next to Fort Knox. Um, so uh, they they have a really really great game store down there. Um, probably one of the best ones I've ever seen. Um, so they're also holding a Worlds tournament. I think it's October fifteenth uh, or sixteenth. I uh, can't quite remember. So, wow, we need to go to Indianapolis. They have so many big tournaments going on there. Uh, I guess this <laughs> is the, the uh, hotbed of Legion. Yeah, honestly, us in Colorado, <laughs> nice. I guess. Yeah, awesome. Well, it's speaking for myself. I won't speak for Seth, but it's been a pleasure, Mister Tyler. Everything we hoped for and more. And you brought the spice right away, and we appreciate I love it. that. Love it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. What can you tell them? Or what can I tell you? I, I always deal in spices, you know? I guess I'm a pike. You're a spice yeah. runner. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I wouldn't have had the courage to go D tiered, but you know what? After you did it, I'm with you. I might you. be a martyr, yeah. but, you, you know, I will yeah. die on my shield. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Perfect. Well, it's been a pleasure, guys. Likewise. I've, I've really enjoyed uh, hanging out with you guys. Yeah. So, everyone, enjoy uh, your order control, and uh, always remember to stay gungan. This has been The Bomb Bad Generals. Listening to Bomb Bad Generals is not scientifically proven to make you a better Legion player. Side effects may include bad dice rolls, misfigures, aim losses, bankruptcy, divorce, vomiting, and sudden death. Ask your doctor if Bomb Bad Generals is right for you.